All right, wrestling fans, it is time for Pro Wrestling America, coming to you this week from the Fargo Dome in Fargo, North Dakota. A couple of new people coming in since we did have Stone Cold Steve Austin leave last week. So we have Bubba Ray Dudley and Ladies' Choice both signing contracts to join the PWA. And they will be in our first match today. Also, you have Iron Mike Sharp facing off against Brad Armstrong. Brickhouse Brown against Bart Gunn. Kurt Henning and David Von Erich continuing their feud. And then we have the American Heavyweight title match which was supposed to be Honky Tonk Man defending the title against Muda, but Muda got injured last week in the Lethal Lottery Tournament. So we'll have to see what happens with that. Plus also the television title being defended by Jason Kincaid against former television champion Dirty Dutch Mantel. And our main event for the evening is the World Tag Team title match. Iceman King Parsons and Brickhouse Brown defending against Fallen Angel Christopher Daniels and Steve Carino. So let's get a running look at these matches. The opening match are our two new guys, Bubba Ray Dudley versus Ladies' Choice. And this was a pretty much brawl between the two, Bubba Ray definitely having the advantage, Ladies' Choice not being the most powerful wrestler, but definitely a good technician. But still, it is Bubba Ray with the spine buster getting the pin at a time of 8 minutes, 34 seconds. Then we have Iron Mike Sharp facing off against Brad Armstrong. And this is one of those times where I've realized that for both for these next two matches, both Brad Armstrong and Bart Gunn have not had a singles match lately. They've only had tag matches, and usually against each other. So giving them the opportunity to be able to move up the ladder to be able, either one of them, to get into the American heavyweight title picture. So we have Iron Mike Sharp facing off against Brad Armstrong, and it is Armstrong in a great classic battle between these two, getting the pin with the pile driver in 12 minutes, 55 seconds. On the other side of the coin, you've got Brickhouse Brown facing off against Bart Gunn. Brickhouse has had his issues with the television title and Dutch Mantel, and he hasn't quite gotten in with Jason Kincaid yet, but he's looking forward to it. But we have now him facing off against Bart Gunn, and it is a good match, but Bart has the definite advantage in it, winning with the Lariat in a time of five minutes, 50, or seven minutes, 57 seconds. Then we move to the classic contest of the night. These are the two guys that in the near future are looking at being in a feud for the number one contendership. Right now we've got Savannah Jack as the number one contender and that will have some issues come up with it next week, but that's next week. Uh, this week, Kurt Henning, David Von Erich, very classic match, very technical, very sound match with a lot of mat wrestling. Goes the entire 30-minute time limit. Both men giving it their all in this match, both of them at the end of the match spent, and the crowd just absolutely ate all of it up. They loved the match. And they even shook hands afterwards as a sign of respect to each other. That They do know that they are the two of the top guys that could take out The Undertaker as world heavyweight champion. 
All right, so now we get to the setup for the American heavyweight title match. And as I said, Muda was supposed to have the title match, but his injury in the Lethal Lottery Battle Royal is going to keep him out of the match for at least another month, for at least another couple of weeks, maybe a month. Uh, Raven demanded a shot at the title because he's had a long-standing feud with Honky Tonk Man. But Gold Dust also comes out and demands that his automatic rematch clause be invoked, seeing that he just lost the title to Honky Tonk Man. I come out and I consider both of their cases and that both of them have a legitimate case, but only one can have the title shot. So I said they would have to face each other to be named the number one contender for the American Heavyweight title. So then we have a brawl between Raven and Gold Dust, finally ending with Raven taking Gold Dust down with a drop toe hold across the middle rope. Raven slingshots himself over the top rope with a neck snap as he comes down and then rolls Gold Dust up for the pin in a time of 17 minutes flat. So your new number one contender for the American heavyweight title is Raven. All right, before we get to that match, we have our television title match. Jason Kincaid defending against Dirty Dutch Mantel. And Kincaid demands that Mantel put something up against his title, since that was Mantel's thing. Mantel counters with demanding a Falls Count Anywhere match. And Kincaid agrees. Mantel and Kincaid brawl all over the arena. Mantel finally pins Kincaid with a suplex off a Zamboni through a table in a time of 13 minutes, 4 seconds. Your new television champion for now the third time, Dirty Dutch Mantel. Now we get to the American heavyweight title. Honky Tonk Man defending the title against Raven. 45-minute time limit, and this looked like it was going to go the entire distance. It looked like it was going to be quite the Broadway production, but Honky Tonk Man gets the advantage for a little bit after the 30-minute mark, gets Raven set up for the shake, rattle, and roll, but Raven counters it with the even flow to get the pin in a time of 38 minutes, 37 seconds. Your new American heavyweight champion is Raven. Now the next match has another couple of guys that are really high up in the rankings, but not even in the title pictures right now because of other things going on. That being Jesse James Armstrong and Hot Stuff Eddie Gilbert. Now Armstrong has been very tied up with the feud with the guns for hire. But he's taking a week off this week to face off against Eddie Gilbert. And seeing that Raven had just won the American heavyweight title, Gilbert's thinking he's got quite the advantage going into the match. And he seems to take advantage of that until Armstrong is able to get himself back into the match, finally winning the match with the shake, rattle, and knee drop at a time of 12 minutes, 46 seconds. Raven comes in after the match and nails Armstrong with the even flow DDT, helping Eddie Gilbert up. And they start to get ready to just beat down on Armstrong, but then Billy Gunn runs down to the ring because he's in the next match. And he takes out both Gilbert and Raven with short clotheslines, knocking them both, rolling out of the ring as he gets ready for Jesse James to get back up to his feet and nails 
Jesse James with the famouser to put him back down on the mat again. I think he was trying to actually drill him all the way through the mat with that one. But Billy Gunn declares himself the winner, and then Savannah Jack's music starts to play. Because, yes, we've finally, finally, you know, the next-to-last match on the card, finally gotten to the gauntlet match between Billy Gunn and Savannah Jack. And this wasn't even close. I mean, it was a basic squash match in this one. Billy Gunn winning with the famous sir in a time of two minutes and six seconds. Savannah Jack just never got his feet under him, and it just showed from the very beginning. And Billy Gunn took advantage of it off the bat. And there we have it. Your winner, Billy Gunn. All right, so now we get to the world tag team title match. The main event on the card tonight. Fallen Angel Christopher Daniels and Steve Carino have been making a big name for themselves in the tag team division, along with also the American tag team champions, Rick Rude and Chris Candido. These two tag teams have been making a, like I said, big waves in the tag team division. I would not doubt to see them actually facing off against each other for either of the titles if Daniels and Carino can beat Iceman and Brickhouse or not, they could challenge again for the American Tag Team titles. But in this match, Daniels and Iceman battle for the bulk of the match. Carino doesn't necessarily want to be in the match very much. Brickhouse is not really wanting to be in the match either. And so when Iceman finally gets the chance to tag Brickhouse in, Brickhouse comes, jumps onto the turnbuckle, comes off with a massive missile dropkick onto Iceman. Daniels hits the best moonsault ever for the pin. Your new World Tag Team Champions, Fallen Angel Christopher Daniels and Steve Carino, in a time of 11 minutes, 39 seconds. Brickhouse then, as Daniels and Carino are celebrating their new Tag Team Championship, Brickhouse decides to just stomp a mud hole into Iceman. Daniels tries to separate the two of them, and it gets into a time where once Iceman gets up to his feet, he starts fighting everybody, which brings down more wrestlers from the back, including Dirty Dutch Mantel, who comes in with his whip and starts actually choking Brickhouse, continuing their feud, because that's been a massive thorn in his side. Mantel comes down, does all that, having just won the television title. Kincaid, the former champion, comes down to come kind of settle up the score, and it just becomes a pure brawl in the ring with 10, 12 guys in there before finally the referees and security and everybody can get in there and separate everybody and bringing people down to calm themselves. So what's this? Why have Brickhouse turn against Iceman? Well, it's simple. Brickhouse Brown, while he had a decent face run in Memphis, is most notably and notoriously known for his heel runs. And just as David and Dutch Mantel have had their issues in, on their side of the tag team feud, so also Iceman and Brickhouse have had their times of friction between the two of them. And now Brickhouse has just decided he wants to go out on his own. 
And primarily, he also states that he wants nothing to do with anybody who would dare come to the ring and allow himself to be called the honky-tonk man. Just has gotten under his skin way too much and is deciding he's going to not worry about Iceman King Parsons anymore, not worry about carrying the tag team and the championship anymore. He's going to go out. He's going to reclaim his television title. So he challenges Dirty Dutch Mantel to a match for next week. And Mantel's still there. And so Mantel says, sure, I will do it. But you have to put up your PWA contract. Breakhouse looks at him and says, I can do that. That's not a problem. I'm going to take your title from you. And so next week, you have Dirty Dutch Mantel defending the title against Brickhouse Brown's PWA contract. And that's going to be a great match to look at next week. But again, that's next week from the Target Center in Minneapolis where we have three big title matches going on now. Television title versus leaving PWA with Dirty Dutch Mantel defending against Brickhouse Brown. You've got the American Tag Team Champions, Chris Candido and Rick Rude, facing off against Gentleman Chris Adams and Honky Tonk Man. And you've got the World Heavyweight title on the line, Undertaker defending against his number one contender, Savannah Jack. That's going to be an interesting match, I can guarantee that. But that's next week. And that's all for Pro Wrestling America this week. I am Southern Dynamite, thanking you for being here. I encourage you to be here for also the, the theological side of the podcast, the Confessional Corner on Monday, the Digging Deeper on Thursdays. We are going through the Apology of the Augsburg Confession, the Confessional Corner, getting ready to finish up Article 5 next week and go into what is the church in September in Digging deeper, we are going through the Psalms. We are having a great time going through this and learning a lot about the connections between the Psalms and the rest of the Scriptures. And I encourage you to be there for that as well. Again, this is Southern Dynamite telling you to have a great day.